Hey everybody, welcome back to Tom Girl. We are celebrating episode 50. Yay! And we're here with creator and founder of the Girl Talk Network, Sarah Pendrick. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. All right. Picked boss for you because you are a boss. Yeah. All about girl power. Hey, Sarah. Thank you Hi. so much for joining us. Happy 50th. <laughs> thank you. Well, I couldn't think of any more perfect person than you to be celebrating the Aww. 50th with us because I absolutely love what you do at Girl Talk Network. Oh, my so. gosh. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Well, tell everybody for those watching who may not be familiar with the network a little like summary of, of what it is and what you've created. Yeah. So Girl Talk is a place just for women in every stage of their life to come and connect and support each other. There's an event series. I have a big signature event, which is super amazing. You have to come. It's always on the West Coast. And then I have a nonprofit and then online programs. But it's just a really place for all of us to come together and support each other and really have that mindset of like when you win, we win and vice Mm -hmm. versa. And just a place to like... You know, it's not like on the trend of women supporting women. It's what we're always have been about. It's what I've always been about. And it's like really walking the walk, not just talking it. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell me how this got started and where yeah. this inspiration came to you. Oh, my gosh. So uh, recently, I'm sure if anyone's heard this story or follows Girl Talk, they've heard me talk about this. But I had my business plan at 15. And it was what oh. Girl Talk is now, obviously, but from a 15-year-old standpoint. Uh-huh. So it's so funny to look back on that, that I've always had this idea in me, mm-hmm. but I went off in different directions and did different things and then got brought back to where I wanted to be when I was ready. And I think it's just always been because I love helping people. And there was a time in my life that I felt really alone and I felt that competitiveness of women and I've gotten bullied and just all the different things. And so I know it was extremely needed. And I know every woman, even if you're on the bullying side, you're hurting and that's why you're acting like that. And we just really need to promote helping each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how did you go about making it making come it to life. Yeah, yeah, making it happen. So, um, this is what I tell everyone for anyone that's watching that wants to start something as I set a date. I literally was just like, I'm going to have this event. I thought about what I wanted for the end in mind, like how people, women would feel when they left and when they would feel when they walked in the door. And I was like, okay, it's April 23rd, 2015. And I just literally burned all the boats. I was making a lot of money and doing my PR and marketing job. And I used all of that just to fund my passion and what mm-hmm. I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. So how, what, tell me what the first event looked like. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> it's literally, people say it's like a wedding for women because I just hustle so hard to make it so beautiful because I just feel like when we're in a space that's beautiful we feel really taken care of and feel really good and you could just see when you walked in the door obviously I do promoting beforehand and let everyone know like this is a place for you to walk the walk not talk it like anyone that's coming here and not really like living like that and if you want to come in and just put on a show like this isn't the place for you so everyone was coming there really excited and excited that there's other women out there that want to live this life and then you would just come in the room and you just felt so much love and there was um but different panels keynote speakers um a brunch it's just like a literally a whole day it's evolved since the first one was just a first just an event for a few hours Mm -hmm. but yeah it was just like flowers everywhere and girl power and just women being like hey like i came here by myself like let's put our walls down and Mm -hmm. just connect Mm -hmm. and how can we help each other 
Mm-hmm. Then how yeah. has it grown from that one to the ones you do now? Yeah, so I do. You missed our one. I know. Month. I was so mad. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> We're next doing more. Yeah, I yeah. will be there for sure. So I do little ones like that to connect people that are in the same industry so we can all help each other and help each other mm-hmm. grow. But my main event is called the Girl Talk event. It was called Co- Girl um, Connect and Inspire, but now it's the Girl Talk event. And it's grown into a whole weekend. So it's like, I hate saying... Like, everyone's like, is it a conference? Is it a summit? And it's like, it's everything in one. Like, an event, a brunch, a conference, a summit, like, a party. It's everything wrapped into one weekend. Like, anything that any woman could dream of, we have it there. Mm-hmm. So, for somebody who wanted to attend, like, what are some examples of, like, who speakers that you've had in the past or breakout panels or things like yeah, that that they would so, see there? Um, this next one is going to be like on a whole nother level. It just keeps getting better and better. But in the past, we like I do my programs and my speaking. It's something that I'm so passionate about to really let women connect and also let down their guard and let go of things that have been holding them back from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, the panels are all from business to lifestyle to just supporting each other and people sharing real stories. Like I don't have a set agenda on the panels because I want people to sit down and just what does the audience really want to hear and answer questions and say like the real life struggles of what they've been through, what they might be going through standing on that stage right there. Some of the keynote speakers have been the Bella twins. Um, I'm one of the keynotes, Kelly Levesque, Nikki Bella, or I already said Nikki and Brie. Those are my mm-hmm. two close friends. Um, Lori Harder. Gosh, there's been a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I, I saw an interview with you and you talked about how when you did the first one, you were actually kind of nervous when, yeah. you, when you got up to speak. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that a little bit, how this has been a growth experience for you as well? Yeah. I mean, okay. So my major in college was psychology and I literally like picked either the science or the arts one because I was trying to avoid public speaking. <laughs> so it's like shows how terrified I was of it, but I always had visions of doing it. So my first event, I didn't really plan on becoming a speaker and now I'm like an international speaker I just booked my first international event in November in London which I'm really excited about yeah so it just shows from like a short period of time how much you can evolve Mm -hmm. as long as you just take that first step so I was terrified I was sweating I was thinking about it like weeks before my first event I'm laughing now it's (laughs) like of course I always get a little nervous because you care yeah but it's so funny to go from where I was then to now but it's just like I forced myself on stage everyone I realized that you don't have to show up perfect you just have to show up and I think Mm -hmm. that's what really let me step on stage and everyone like loved it more to just I was like oh my god I'm standing up here I'm sweating I'm super nervous Mm -hmm. and everyone there is going through something like that Mm -hmm. so just to step forward in your fears and now it's what my whole passion and what I love doing like I love going around and speaking all Mm -hmm. over the country do you think that need or that feeling of wanting to be perfect is what is holding a lot of people back or holds us back a lot? yeah I think so for sure and I think that's what held me back even before which is funny to say because I feel like I'm an open book like I would answer anything I wasn't vulnerable And I just thought that, like, oh, I can't do it unless it's perfect. And I would spend so much time doing something. Like, it's so funny that I thought you have to go up there and you can't stutter. You can't mess up. You have to know exactly what you have to, like, what you're supposed to say. And that's not what people want. Mm -hmm. And that's not how you really make it. It's being Mm -hmm. authentic and just being nervous Mm -hmm. and just embracing that. Mm -hmm. What are some other things that you've learned, like, through this that, you know, um, through your process of growing with this, like, things that you didn't know before when you first started? Yeah, so 
really listening to your own voice because there's so much out there and there's so much information that we can get our hands on and so many people saying that they did it this way and they did it that way and so just really knowing that you should take the bits and pieces of other people's advice but listen to your own heart because I mean I sold out sold out my first event on Instagram my first one ever and then mm-hmm. as I built it, I started listening to other people tell me, well, now you have to do this. And oh, my gosh, blah, blah, blah. And I would be like, OK, well, if I want to make it to this level, I have to do this. And then I realized, like, no, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I literally sold out my first event in L.A., 300 women. That's huge, yeah. especially here. Yeah. I'm like, I just need to stay in my lane and listen and accept my superpowers. Mm-hmm. So when we're out there and we have so many as we're up leveling, you need to take that time and space for yourself to know that you really do have all the answers Mm -hmm. how was it so you had this idea when you were 15 yeah when when did you make the chance the decision to either you know i'm assuming you left your pr marketing job for for this like you know to, to make that jump and dive in and trust yourself with this so i made the decision just because i was like i said i was making money but money isn't just success and it doesn't mean you're fulfilled Mm -hmm. so I would get like this next goal I would have this awesome client I would do all this stuff for this brand I would buy whatever I wanted to buy and then I wasn't feeling fulfilled and then in my spare time I was doing things that made me happy like volunteering helping people talking to other women I come from a psychology background like I said I love connecting people and just helping people and studying and figuring out like why Mm -hmm. and how you do things so I was like why am I doing this when I just have the time and I'm kind of miserable and I just got exhausted and was like, F it. Like, I have to do it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it started out as an L.A. group, and now it's a national yeah. group. And then it's also you turned it into a nonprofit. Yeah. Can you talk about the transition into making it a nonprofit? Yeah. So I actually started it as a nonprofit. Okay. Um, but I didn't have my 501c3 at the time I was doing the mm-hmm. events. And then I would give some of the proceeds to women and children charities that I believed in while I was developing my own program. And then I turned it into the 501c3. But now I have both legs where it's a for purpose and then the nonprofit. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just so funny. You see how you even if you look at any brand out there, you see how people evolve. Like I started it in L.A. because I was kind of having a little limiting belief being like, Oh, is this going to be national? I should just do it in L.A. Mm-hmm. And then I look what happened. I ended up doing it nationally anyways. So, But that's okay because I learned a lot. I got really connected in my community and then was able to grow it. Mm-hmm. How is – I know you're a big goal setter. Yeah. Now, do you attribute that to your success or how – what are your business – how do you get make your business – how have you made this business grow? Um, I mean, there's a lot of different things that I would contrib- contribute to my success or – you know, what I've accomplished or the community that I've grown is obviously the women that are involved themselves. So many women, people that are like, I want to be a part of this. How can I help? So it's not just me. Um, My community has contributed to everything. But I really think being honest and and real and just really working on myself was the best thing that I could Mm -hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Because you could follow a rule book, you could do every marketing play, you could do everything in the book. But if you're not happy with yourself and just constantly growing on another level, I mean, you're not going to be able to hit the success that you could if you were just 
really being authentic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What do you see some of the common themes for the women that are coming to your um, events and things? Are are there some similar issues or problems that they're dealing with? Yeah, I mean, everyone's different, but it's so funny because we're all the same. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, oh, I have such a hard time meeting other women. Oh, I this I don't have any women in my life that like want to grow or you know, especially as an entrepreneur it is really hard for women cuz entrepreneurship can be lonely and it feels lonely and we're all stuck in our thing and we forget to talk to each other and share. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just realizing there's so many women out there that feel the exact same. We just have to let our walls down and reach out. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about um, some of the like marketing tools, like getting a little more specific, just but just for people out there who are trying to you know grow their own yeah. endeavors as well, like things, good marketing tools that you use. So I think, especially if you're just starting out, the most important thing is building your audience. Just like really speaking to your people, it doesn't matter if it's five people, if it's a hundred people, if it's two hundred thousand people. Just before, you know, a lot of people are like, "I have this idea now. How do I make money?" But you need to have the people behind you and your clients or your customers that trust you. Mm-hmm. So really being authentic to yourself, because then you're going to bring in the right people that you're like speaking their language. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to be something that you're not, you're going to be bringing in the wrong people. You're going to eventually discover this isn't me, and you're not building your audience. That's going to stay by you forever so I think the first step is really building your audience and just getting out there and start posting now social media with any brand like it's a vital thing like people might Mm -hmm. not want to go on the social media bandwagon they're like I don't want to post every day I don't want to show my face if this is what you want to do with a brand you need to be doing that Mm -hmm. and what kind of tactics have you used with social media so the more I feel like the more real I am and the more that I like engage back with my audience that is where I see the most results and then I see my impact growing so really just being real trying not be having polarizing posts too I think people mm-hmm. are just trying to post quotes and you know be positive all the time not saying be negative but be real if you had a really bad day like sharing that I think mm-hmm. people are craving authenticity but also like real talk and mm-hmm. really what's going on mm-hmm. yeah and I think that I know you touched on that a little bit earlier when you f- were saying you were nervous on your first one that it's yeah. like I think people do it's it's especially with social media because you can pack your Pick, uh, package everything to look so perfect right. and so polished all the time. Yeah. But it does kind of get lost in, you know, the shuffle yeah. with that said. I think it, it's because I know I, I enjoy those posts when people have shared something. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I like, relate to I, that. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, I just went through that last uh-huh. week or I remember when that happened. And you just kind of are speaking. One thing that I do a lot is I speak to one person, even though I'm speaking to however many I speak to as if that person's in front of me and I'm posting this for them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is the best thing that you could do. Mm-hmm. Do you do any other marketing besides um, social social media? Well, do you- I do. Email lists are really big. Okay. So even, I know a lot of people, I was doing a training today and everyone was like, I only have 500 followers. Like, what do I do? And I'm like, start building your email list. Like, making lead magnets, providing value and that's so important because we don't really we don't really own our followers mm-hmm. on Instagram like those could disappear at mm-hmm. any minute. So email and here's another thing is actually getting SMS. I think SMS is going to come back to where you can just like text your people hmm. on a mass text and then also instant messenger on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. For, um, for the mailing list, do they just grow that by like having that link on their websites to have people join and sign up the mailing list? Is that what you recommend? Yeah. So, I mean, it's really just providing them with value and 
you could have some sort of like lead magnet and help them find their superpower, have them take a mm-hmm. quiz, have them give them stuff for free. Mm-hmm. So then they can come into your network and then there's going to people be people that unsubscribe, but then you just have your own email tribe that want to hear from you and just constantly be giving them value. Mm-hmm. So even one article, you were called the L Woods of girl power. Yeah. How has it, how did that feel for you? <laughs> and how does it feel to be creating such a wonderful network of women? Um, it's amazing. It's so funny because at the time when that came out, I wasn't even like, I was obviously appreciative of it, but I think you can just get, and that was when I was first starting out, you can just be like, okay, but that wasn't like enough. I need to do this. And I want like a <laughs> yes. thousand people at my event. So then you forget to celebrate the little wins. Mm-hmm. And so it was crazy that like a year after that, I looked back and I'm like, that's what I was asking for the whole time. Like, that's what I want to be. I want to be the Elwoods of girl power. <laughs> like When it happened, why was I just off like thinking about the next event? Mm-hmm. Like we as entrepreneurs and people in general, we need to be celebrating the things that are coming to us now because if we're not we're sending that message to the universe like I don't want more I don't appreciate this and even though we might not mean to we really need to celebrate our little wins for the big ones to come what have been some of your other like favorite moments or experiences with this Actually, I had one today in my Girl Talk Life group that I just launched Um, I wanted to talk about that too let's talk about that after oh my gosh this Woman shared because they're all introducing themselves and saying their stories. And I didn't know this, but at one of my events, her and her mom had been going through like a really tough time and just had a really um, relationship that, you know, was really tough her whole life. And she somehow came across Girl Talk Network and started following me and came from Michigan to Phoenix. That's where the event was with her mom because she was looking for something for them to like heal and grow together. And they've Mm -hmm. had the most amazing relationship ever since and really were able to like let their walls down. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. And it's been, I don't know when my Phoenix event was maybe like a year or two ago. So reading that, I was like, wow, like this is just another reminder why I do what I do. Yeah. 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 So now talk about that, the life talk more. Yeah. So that people were coming to my events and you know, when you come to an event you're like on this high, if it was a good one, like I'm going to connect with her and maybe you don't end up connecting with her and then maybe it only lasts like a few months or six months or one thing that I saw is that a lot of women's lives were changing and they were constantly like when's the next event even years after they're like oh my gosh that changed my life I took massive action so I was like Mm -hmm. what if I had a place that they could come to year round and connect and have that support and also have this little online mass it's so much more than a membership you have um you pay monthly and you can leave at any time which i don't think that you will but uh-huh. just to have that support and have that constant like coaching i bring experts in you have access to me to just help you like i was just doing one on calls one on one calls with them as a gift to help them launch their brand or someone's going through something in their relationship so it's really like a life mastermind for women hmm. to help each other that's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, then so then you dive into more um helping them with specific yeah, things that yeah. they Yeah, like approach. next month we're like really there's all these other like guest experts and things that you get, but for example, next month it's all about relationships and money mindset cuz so it's like just a life like let's all go kill it together mm-hmm. in life basically Ugh, love it it's so great and, <laughs> yeah. and and now i mean you gotta be loving that with all the the me too movement and everything that's going on like women power is just so yeah. so big right now yeah. have you seen even more interest now with some of those things going on in our society yeah i think that this has been a need for so yeah. long and now people are starting to really talk about it and yeah i think that it's always been there, but it's just more like mm-hmm. in our face now, which is amazing. When I think, I think I've been to 
groups before where we've also like we've wanted mentors or wanted people to help out but didn't know where to look yeah. or where to reach you yeah know? So that's exactly. one thing i love seeing your stuff and like seeing people who you have at your events and those yeah, kind of things exactly. like oh i'd love to learn from those people or get right. some knowledge it's yeah fantastic exactly yeah well i know we don't have much time left but what are some of your since i know you have your goals what are your goals for like the next five years or what's what's next on your list of oh, what you gosh. want to accomplish with this? well i'm really pouring into girl talk life and then we have which literally like if you guys go follow me I'll be announcing it super soon the big event that I've been talking about so I'm really focusing on that I'm so excited about that it's like so amazing I mean I love it but in five years I mean I just want Girl Talk to be the place that any woman can go all over the world and like at your fingertips like you have that support and you know that you're not alone and you can just have the best life and have and create that life that you want Mm-hmm. I just want to build that platform and be doing masterminds and events and online everything to just really help women. So there's no more excuses, like mm-hmm. no more. I'm alone. I don't have this. Like, yes, you do. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Sign me up. Yeah. yeah. We'll tell everybody again where they can where they can follow you on social, where they can find your site online, all that info. Yeah. They can so. Get involved. I'm always on Instagram. You can DM me like I'm very involved with my community. So Girl Talk, at Girl Talk Network, and then my um, website is girltalknetwork.org, and you can find information for that with Girl Talk Life and everything on my Instagram and my website. How much is the subscription per month for the Girl you Talk what, Life? It's only you have to go- 27 a month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, I've spent like $25,000 on coaches, and I have those coaches coming in, but I yeah. just wanted to make it accessible for every woman. And everyone's in there. Like someone might might be at the top, like of their like they're a badass CEO, but they want to help someone and they need yeah. help in a different area. They need help in relationships. Like it's just about collaboration. Yeah, that's great. I mean, think of how much we waste per month. Twenty seven dollars is stuff. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, you just <laughs> especially like in LA. My lunch it's, was just twenty seven. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> totally, so, that's yeah. definitely doable. Yeah. Well, this is fantastic. I just mm-hmm. hope the best for all of it. I think it's you know thank just fantastic, you. and I love what you're doing. Thank you. So thank you. Thank for you for that. having me and happy fiftieth. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for being here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for tonight. You can follow me at Tom Girl TV, and we'll see you here again next week. Have a great one. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.